take our hymnals and turn to hymn number 496. Victory in Jesus, 496. Amen.
so much for your blessings today as you gather us together here and under your providence, Lord, we, we enjoy such a such a blessing in this world and in this nation, Lord. We, we're blessed to be your people, 
uh, to be able to gather freely without fear of persecution. And, and Lord, we thank you for that. We especially thank you, Lord, for those that have uh, uh, made this freedom possible. Uh, those uh, veterans, uh, others that are even at this moment serving in foreign lands. And Lord, we pray that you would continue to bless this nation even though we seem to be as a nation going further and further away from you, Lord, we ask you to just continue to watch over us for our sakes and for the sake of those that love you. Lord, go with us through the remainder of this service. Be with Brother Tim as he brings a message this afternoon. And just continue to bless here in Jesus' name we pray.
you speak before you know without a doubt that I don't have any schooling in theology. <laughs> but I do have the Holy Spirit. Amen. I do have leadership, things I've been taught. Uh, but I don't have points like Brother Jim, Brother Darren. And step by step down, I just start talking and I see heads nodding and I'll wrap it up. <laughs> uh, but if you would, turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. <laughs> I'm going to start out. I've only, I've only got four pages, four and a half, and not one, two, three, no, one, two, three, and a half. It's not too bad. First Corinthians chapter 10. I want to read through verse uh, 13. Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant, how that all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea, and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and did all eat the same spiritual meat, and did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. With many of them God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples to the Brother John talks about this a lot and Brother Jim. The Old Testament has got a lot of good examples for us. Now these things were our examples, I'm going to get there in a second. To the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Neither be idolaters as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication, as some of them committed, and fell on one day three and twenty thousand. <coughs> Neither let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. Neither murmur ye, as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. Now all these things happen unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore, meaning after everything that he just said, let him that think that he standeth take heed lest he fall. There hath no temptation taken you but such as is common to man, but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be attempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear. And the, the verse or two I'd like to talk about is verse 9 <coughs> in this passage of Scripture I read. Neither let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted, and were destroyed of serpents. And we read about that in the book of Numbers, starting in chapter 21. If you will turn there. Numbers 21. Chapter 21. And when King Arad the Canaanite, which dwelt in the south, 
Not everybody believes the God of this Bible. Right. And we can talk to them to we're blue in the face and they may never believe. But we do that because that's what we're told to do. Right. But uh, sometimes <laughs> I feel like beating their heads against the wall. I used to hear my dad say that. Feel like you're just <clears throat> hammering your head against a wall, serving the Lord, telling other people about him, how he saves the wicked, and how he takes care of us. But God is still saving men Amen. through the foolishness of preaching. Amen. Still saving men and men, mankind is what I mean, gentlemen, by the foolishness of preaching. He's still using you and I to witness to him. He is still on his throne. We just need to ask for more faith uh, to trust him more. But here Israel's complaining because this bread wasn't filling. Yet the Lord provided for them. They didn't have to go out and grind the corn. They didn't have to do anything to make the bread. They get up in the morning and there it was. So, there, so they spoke against God, against Moses. And in verse 6 of Numbers chapter 21, <clears throat> you see what the Lord did. The Lord sent fiery serpents among the people and they bit the people and much <coughs> people of Israel died. Mm. Now this isn't the only time the Lord has brought this upon Israel. There's other times. It's just time. This particular time here I want to talk about because it correlates in 1 Corinthians 10 uh, about tempting Christ by murmuring. And that's what they were doing. They were tempting. Therefore the people tempted him. People came to Moses after the Lord sent the serpents. Mm. And a lot of them not after they spoke against God. And what did they say? We have sinned. We have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. Did he? No. Serpents were still there. Still left the serpents there, but he instructed Moses to make a fiery serpent, put it up on a pole. And, and most of you know this story. If somebody was bitten by a snake, looked upon that serpent, up on top of that, and Moses made it out of brass. From what I understand, in the area was a brass mine. He made it out of bright, shiny brass to, to be like a fiery type material. And, as, and if anybody was bitten by the serpents, that beheld the serpent of brass, they lived. Right. And uh, that was Christ lifted up. It says, even as a serpent was lifted up in the wilderness, even so the Son of Man must be lifted up. So who do we look to now? The Son of Man, Jesus Christ. Amen. He's not only our healer, He not only heals us physically when He deems fit, but also He heals us spiritually. He heals our spiritual sickness. Like the song we just sang, takes the sin from us. But uh, how many times do we feel like giving up? Mm -hmm. Many a time. I, I've heard other pastors besides uh, my dad over the years say they just feel like giving up. Don't give up. We're, you know, they were walking the rough way, carrying all their belongings with animals. Well, we're in a narrow way now as a church. And what's the scripture 
same few there be that will find it. Broad is the path that leadeth unto destruction. Broad is the path that most people take. But thank God if He has shown you that narrow way, thank God through Jesus Christ if He has saved you and shown you that narrow way to walk in now, and that way is Jesus Christ and by His Word. Get Christ, you just need more faith, brother and sister, or at least I do, and I ask for more faith. But uh, they confessed their sins. Israel, after the Lord uh, chastened them, brought these serpents, they confessed their sins. And he had that serpent set upon the pole, which was a type, a sign of what Christ would do later. He was like this when he was crucified. Foot over foot, hand over hand. The nails, we think of nails hammering two by fours or 16 penny nails. No, the Lord had nails probably 14, 16, 18 inches long, driven through both hands and both feet. While he hung there and shed his blood for you and I. But now, that son of man that was lifted up many years ago, we can look to him by faith and live. Just like in Israel's time, they looked to the brass serpent. If you read Romans chapter 6, and uh, I probably haven't been talking too often long, but. I just got a little bit more to go. Just wanted to point out the foot that if He has worked on our hearts and we confess our sins, we can look to Him in that. Romans 6, verse 23 reads, The wages of sin, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Have you ever been brought to that place in your life where you question, you don't understand? You question, do you know this God of the Bible? Look to Him. He's able to save you. Amen. Turn with me to the book of Galatians, chapter 1. One verse four. Galatians one verse four. Why do we need to look to him? Why do we need to look to Christ? As sinners, why do we need to look to him? Who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world, according to the will of God and our Father. Amen. He delivers us from this present <coughs> evil world or age. He delivers it from us. In Job 14, chapter 14, verse 1, uh, a man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. Do you have trouble? Of course we do. We all we have trials, we have tribulations. Look to Jesus. There's a song we sing that says, look, look to Jesus now and live. Mm -hmm. that, that's true. That, that is our lifeline. That's a, that's a cell phone that's never busy. The lifeline to Christ is always open. 
We can talk to him at any given time about anything we want. Take our needs to, to him, and uh, he means it. If they're according to his will, and that's a whole nother, whole nother study. Not saying he wouldn't give somebody a Cadillac if they prayed for a Cadillac SUV, but it had to have been according to his will to get that Cadillac SUV. Mm -hmm. uh, we need to look to him, look to him. We tend to murmur, mm -hmm. but he is still actively working in our life. Do we yeah. have food to eat? We do. First and third Sunday of the, uh, of the month here at Bethel Baptist, the ladies and some of the men bring in food, and, we're in, and it's delicious. And we've never had a, what we call church eat church. We have church eat, have church in the afternoon, no food. But who provides it? The Lord does. Amen. Who provides our cars to get them back forth from our homes here? The Lord does. Who provides the homes we live in? The Lord does. Brother Tony's telling me he bought his home 17 years ago, or when you were seven. He's 20 years old. 20 years old. Hmm. Making not a whole lot of money, but and the Lord provided Amen. him a way to get that home, to own it, and to pay for it. Amen. And, and the Lord does it, and he does it well. Just like Brother John said this morning, uh, he is alive and well and still working and does all things well. But let's not feel like, get, get to the point, try not to do that often, that we're beating our head against the wall. Because the Lord can still use us. Uh, we're going to have trials and tribulations within this narrow way. It's going to happen. He didn't, he didn't promise us a rose garden. Uh, there will be trials and tribulations, uh, but even as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so the Son of Man must be lifted up. And he was. And now he's our rock. Now he's our anchor, our rock, our hope, our comforter. And when we got a sign going down the stairs and uh, to the festival, we fellowship the names of Christ. He's all, he's all in all. I guess we'll top it off. Right? He's all in all. Anything you can think of that he's done for you or that's happened in your life, he's done it for you. Amen. If it's something bad, it's for you to grow by. If it's something good, praise his name. Praise his name even in dark times. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to lead to something else. It's like they used to, they used to see a sign that said, uh, serving the Lord is bad pay, but the, but the retirement plan is out of this world. And he says he went to prepare a place for us. Amen. If it were not so, he would have told us. And, and a place that we can't imagine, can't fathom, uh, but he promised us. And I, I didn't get to, to talk to a lady the other day, I can't remember why she had a promise keeper t-shirt on. I didn't get to talk to her, I can't remember, to the restaurant or something. I wanted to say, are you a promise keeper or are you talking about the Lord Jesus Christ? Because he's the only one that's promised. Amen. He's the only one able to keep a promise. If he, if he makes a promise, he keeps it. And that's who we look to, but 
It's so easy to murmur, at least for myself, it's so easy to murmur. Why is it this hard? He never said it'd be easy. Hmm. He, didn't, he didn't promise serving him of being easy. What's uh, correlation to what you know? Hmm. Walk through life, it'd be difficult to stand in the truth of that word Amen. and tell others about it. And one other thing about this serpent, John included me in on. This morning, after Moses wrote, put that fiery serpent made out of brass on that pole, at this time when they were coming around the Red Sea to, to go by Edom, it stayed there till Hezekiah's time. Now I looked that up and I don't remember, I think it was the second Kings 218 or something. Hezekiah tore it down with all the groves and the images because the people flip-flopped and started worshiping that serpent. Became idolatry. Yeah. Here what was the false Christ, the false God, started worshiping that idol because it healed them if they got bitten by the snakes. So they started worshiping. Well, that's, mm. that's not right either. No. So we have to tell people the truth about Christ, who He is, what He is, what He's doing, what He's done, and what He's going to do. Amen. And we know, we know here because He revealed it to us that by His omnipotence, His sovereignty, that He's not a grandpa just up in heaven trying to save people in camp. Amen. Because He can save. Amen. He can save uh, his people, and he will save them. Amen. He left a hundred, you got ninety-nine, you go after one. Right. Yeah. One sheep. Left ninety-nine, went after the one. Okay. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Amen. I'll stand in a minute. I want to say something. That was very good, brother. I appreciate that. It made me think of Paul and the things that, if you read about the life of Paul, the things that he went through, and there was one time I see where he asked the Lord for relief from something. He said, lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to buffet me. Thus I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness, your weakness. So he said, Most gladly, Paul did, for I'd rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And he said he took pleasure in infirmities, reproaches, necessities, persecutions, distress. And he said, for Christ's sake, because when I am weak, then am I strong. That was a good message, but I appreciate that so much. I asked him to stand in for me this afternoon. And and uh, first he didn't know whether he was going to, then he, I got him to thinking, didn't I? And I, I offered the time for him. So thank you, brother.
What number, brother? 374. 374. Let's stand and sing a couple verses in closing. 374.